BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We are all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Today, we're kicking off a mini-series of health and safety topics surrounding the novel type of coronavirus identified in 2019, which causes what's therefore being called COVID-19, because everything is a little less scary when you understand it better. So, first up, let's talk about how long viruses can live on surfaces. Because between all those door handles, credit card keypads, and even our own cell phones, we interact with so many surfaces daily. I mean, even if you don't hand your phone over to everyone you meet, you probably put it down on, say, a table that other people have touched. And that's a fact of life. But some of what we colloquially call germs, that is, viruses, bacteria, and other microbes that can cause infections in our bodies, some germs can survive on surfaces outside of our bodies long enough to spread from one person to another. There's unfortunately no hard and fast rule for how long viruses in general can live on surfaces. Part of the uncertainty is because viruses are diverse and have a variety of surface survival rates. The type of surface and environmental temperature and humidity all come into play, too. 
So which surfaces are safe to touch, and how often do we need to disinfect them? But wait, let's back up a step. What are viruses, and are they even alive in the first place? Things that we generally consider to be living have the more or less standalone ability to eat, grow, and reproduce. A single-celled bacterium or fungi or even a cell from your body can do all those things because they contain the genetic instructions to do so, plus the enzymes to carry out those instructions. But viruses don't. They have the genetic instructions, the DNA or RNA, but they don't have the right enzymes to create the chemical reactions necessary for reproduction. Instead, viruses need a host cell, which can be bacteria, fungi, or a plant or animal, including a human. A virus will attack a host cell and release its genetic instructions, which hijack the host cell's enzymes to make new viruses. That's good for the virus, but generally bad for the host. Without a host cell, a virus can't survive long-term. However, it does have a short window of time during which it can stay functional in hopes of infecting a new host and attaching to a host cell. Outside of a host, viruses can either stay intact and remain infectious, or they can degrade to the point that they're merely identifiable, which means that you'll still be able to identify them from their genetic material, but they won't be capable of seeking out and attacking host cells. At the point that a virus on a surface is only identifiable, it won't be able to cause harm. The length of time that viruses can remain infectious on surfaces varies greatly. There are baseline differences between viruses. For example, rhinoviruses, the viruses that are mostly responsible for the common cold, will last for less than an hour on surfaces. Others, such as the norovirus, which is a virus that can cause vomiting and diarrhea, can last for weeks, which is why norovirus can easily spread both through infected people and through contaminated foods and surfaces. There are several types of coronaviruses. Most cause mild symptoms and are responsible, along with rhinoviruses, for the common cold. But three types are known for causing more serious diseases, MERS, SARS, and COVID-19. And because the coronavirus that causes COVID-19 is novel, the research into how long it can last on surfaces is new and ongoing. A study published online on March 13th of 2020 by researchers at the National Institutes of Health, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and multiple universities, compared the novel coronavirus with the coronavirus that causes severe acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS. This is the most closely related human coronavirus to COVID-19 and was responsible for the 2003 epidemic. This study, which has not been peer-reviewed as of this recording, found that the two viruses have similar viability in the environment, which is to say, not a whole, whole lot, something between rhinovirus and norovirus. The study determined that novel coronavirus could remain infectious for up to three days on stainless steel and plastic surfaces, but survival on other surfaces was lower, just one day on cardboard and four hours on copper. And it was lowest of all in the air, just up to three hours. But keep in mind that these numbers are the maximum for the viability of the virus. Viruses start to degrade pretty immediately when they're not in a host. The longer they're in the air or on a surface, exponentially fewer of them will remain infectious. And if your immune system is working okay, a lot of individual viruses need to get into your body either via your mucous membranes like your eyes, nose, and mouth or via cuts in your skin in order for you to get infected. That's why direct person-to-person -person contact is still the easiest way for coronavirus to spread. 
and why everyone's telling you to wash your hands before touching your face. It's also why we don't have more precise numbers for how long coronavirus, or any virus for that matter, no matter how long they've been studied, can last on surfaces. We spoke via email with Dr. Alicia Cray, postdoctoral fellow in epidemiology at Emory University. She said, Generally, survival of pathogens on fomites, which are objects or materials likely to carry infection, is determined by inoculating a surface with a known quantity of virus and then sampling at various time intervals to determine the amount recovered. Scientists use this information to estimate a decay curve for the pathogen on the particular surface, which can be extrapolated to longer time intervals. The NIH and CDC team that studied surface variation for coronavirus is still researching. They're looking into coronavirus viability from snot versus phlegm versus poop, as well as in varying environmental conditions. Because although viruses have differing baseline rates of survival on surfaces, additional factors affect their ability to endure outside of a host, like temperature, humidity, and properties of the surface itself. Cray said, In general, viruses survive longest at lower temperatures, higher humidity, and on non-porous surfaces like stainless steel. However, some viruses do well at low humidity. There have been a lot of theories about whether coronavirus will lessen during warmer months because dry, cold air, like in the winter, tends to provide favorable conditions for flu transmission. But we simply don't know yet. Dr. Anthony Fossey, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, explained during the March 13, 2020 CN Facebook Global Coronavirus Town Hall that when considering the viability of a virus on various substances, it's probably measured in a couple hours. While he recommends wiping down surfaces like doorknobs and cell phone screens when you can, he cautioned against worrying about things like money and mail. In the end, despite the differences in viability on surfaces among pathogens, fomites, and contexts, the number one recommendation for preventing the spread of viruses is standard. If you've touched a shared surface, wash your hands before you touch your face or any part of your body that might have a cut or other skin abrasion. The human skin is great at keeping out cold and flu viruses. Thanks to its pH and porous nature, they survive for only about 20 minutes on our hands. Today's episode was written by Carrie Whitney, PhD, and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. 
But whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.